And this is where this message is going. You have to walk in the authority knowing that you are no longer bound. That you have fallen in love with God and with yourself. So there is nothing no one can say and or do that would cause you to walk in condemnation. No more will you walk in condemnation. Today I walk in the liberation and the freedom knowing that all is covered under the blood. Hello and welcome to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness by studying the Word of God, being true to who you are and doing the necessary things you need to do in order to be at peace with your soul. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on all platforms. Facebook, Lisa Dalton. Instagram, Lisa Dalton. And on Twitter, I am Lisa Dalton. Now, sit back, relax, get your pen and your pad as we take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello and welcome back to Finding Peace Within. You already know who I am. I'm Lisa Dalton, your Finding Peace Within host. I hope everybody is doing well today and enjoying this nice fall autumn weather that the Lord has blessed us with. I know I am. This is my time of year. I'm a winter baby. My birthday is in a few weeks. I'll just say the day before election day, the day after election day, the 4th and I'm just so ready for election day to be over so I can have my birthday. (laughs) But I hope you guys were able to check out the podcast last week. Now that you found love, what are you going to do with it? And that love is the love that you have found in yourself, that newfound love that you found in yourself. This week, we will continue to talk about how to stay free with the person that you are today and how to fall in love with you again. Today, I'm going to share how to maintain spiritual integrity in your freedom. Before we get to that, I just want to remind you all that my new book, Today's investment, tomorrow's return, 25 personal investments that will add value to your life is now available on Amazon, um, Kindle, uh, Nook. It's all out there. Just go out there, Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you can get the books. Uh, If you like paper and you like digital, they're both available for you. Also, If you don't know, uh, on Facebook every morning at 6 o'clock, well, between 6, 6, 15, I do my Lisa 6 and 3, which is my morning devotional that I share with everyone who follows me. And if you just happen to stumble on my Facebook page, you will see the word of the Lord for that morning that the Lord has given to me that I now share with you all. And it's been such a blessing, such a blessing. And the podcast is um, on my website, findingpeacewithin.org. If you don't have uh, a favorite 
uh, podcasting station that you like to listen to, just go to my website, findingpeacewithin.org, and all of them are there under podcast. And I noticed that um, Google doesn't show the podcast, so go through Explorer and you'll be able to get to the podcast. Now, let's get into our podcast, and as you all already know, I like to open up with a short word of prayer. Lord, we thank you today. We honor your name. We just praise you, O God, for being the Lord of our lives. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We ask that you be with me as I teach this lesson on spiritual integrity. Let us always walk in the representation and the freedom that you've given us in integrity in our homes and outside of our homes. Be glorified in this message. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. And as you know, you got to have your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey of finding peace within together. Psalm 25 and 21, 25 and 21 says, let integrity and uprightness preserve me while I wait on you. To maintain is to stay put, to keep as is, to sustain. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me while I wait on you. That's what David was saying to the Lord. You know, as I go through the things that I'm going through, I'm asking that you preserve me um, in integrity. And integrity is saying what you mean and meaning what you say. Being what you say you are and doing what you say you're going to (laughs) do. Integrity keeps us from claiming to be upright while living as if we don't know who God is. So a lot of times you may, um, people, you know, people piss us off a lot. You know, I'm just saying, if you, if you're easily angered, um, it may be hard for you to walk in integrity, but when you get angry, the, the, the Bible says that you can be angry, but sin not. So when that anger takes you to a place of sinning or sinfulness, now your integrity is being questioned. So Paul, not Paul, David is saying, Lord, let integrity, let um, the right righteousness the way of doing things the right way uh, maintain me while I wait on you because people be trying me (laughs) he said people be trying me so I need you to maintain me while I wait on you and again to maintain is to stay put to keep as is spiritual is one who is filled with and governed by the Holy Spirit Christ like Christ is always in charge when we are spiritual. So when we are walking in spiritual integrity, we are asking the Lord to allow your spirit to now manifest in our lives when things don't quite go our way. Uprightness means to make us learn God's requirements uprightness makes us learn God's requirements and strive to fulfill them every day 
And a lot of people say, well, I'm a good person. I don't, you know, I don't cuss. I don't steal. I don't cheat. I don't lie. You know, so that makes me a good person. But you don't have a personal relationship with the Lord. It is hard to maintain spiritual integrity if you do not have a relationship with the Lord. It's impossible. Impossible. To preserve means to keep from spoiling, to maintain its present state. So we know you can't keep meat on a counter. You can keep things that are canned or jarred on a counter, but you can't keep meat on a counter. You got to put it in the freezer so it can be preserved. And when um, animals are slaughtered, the butcher hangs them up in a smoke room and they put salt on them to preserve them so they won't spoil. And that's what we're asking the Lord to do, to put that uprightness in us. Put your spirit on me so I won't spoil when it gets hot. Mm-hmm. Because if you leave meat on the counter long enough, it's going to be, especially in the summertime, it's going to get hot. You're going to have uh, maggots and then you're going to have flies. And nobody wants that in their life. Amen. Amen. In, um, 20, in the 25th Psalm, David is praying and asking the Lord to cover him. To cover him in his shame and to not let his confidence in him be ashamed. Let him not be shaken from from the shame and by any prevailing fears, and let him not be disappointed of what he of him depending on him, because David depended on the Lord, and he was like, "Lord, I need you to cover my shame. These people know that i I worship you, they know that you're my father, they know you're my provider, and I need you to cover me. I need you to not." Let me be out here looking crazy and I'm saying I'm depending on you, but yet my life is falling apart. So that's why he's saying, I need you to maintain me in my integrity while I wait for you to move for me. Because sometimes we don't have the patience that we need while God is doing things in our lives, a lot of us want to go and do it ourselves and not allow the Lord the opportunity to make and mold that which he has prepared for us and for him to make and mold us to be in a position to receive that which he has prepared for us so we have to um sometimes say okay okay god i'm 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 releasing this into you i'm allowing um you to just take over and to to make the way easy for me so don't don't put me to shame <laughs> because i'm telling people I'm trusting in you So now my word is out there. Your word and my word is out here when I say I'm trusting you. So Lord, we we can't be liars and we know you're not a liar. So I can't be a liar. It's easy to feel as if all we're giving up to serve the Lord is going unnoticed by him. Because of the many things we've gone through or are going through. It is easy to say things like, 
Why will the Lord put me in situations that will cause so much pain, so much emptiness, when it appears that everyone around me is living a pain-free life? When we accept our Father God and, you know, Jesus dying on the cross for our sin, he never said that being saved was going to be easy he never said that there would there would be days that you would not have pain that you would not have suffering as a matter of fact um to walk this walk you will be persecuted you will have pain there will be days of lack but what we have is the faith believing and knowing that while God is working things out for us, we're going to stay steadfast and maintain the integrity of the Lord. Because that's whose integrity we're really representing. We're representing his integrity and we know he is not a liar. He does not lie. That's one thing he can never do. Too many times um, in our spiritual walk, we feel that um, we can't give God total dependency. We cannot depend on him totally. And that's when we are listening to other spirits. We're allowing other people to speak things into our lives and into our uh, our our soul and, and make us feel like God is not working it out. But I'm going to tell you something. God is working it out. As a matter of fact, he's already worked it out. It just takes us. It takes my faith to believe that it's already done. When a man's ways pleases God, he will make even his enemy be at peace with him. That's Proverbs 16 and 17. And David knew that, you know, when he was praying to the Lord, he said, uh, um, you know, my enemies are following me. My enemies are, are behind me and I need you to protect me. And so when David spoke um, and he, he was in the sin as a young man, <laughs> he had to pray for forgiveness. We already know what he did, you know, and I spoke about David last week, you know, when he was hanging out with Bathsheba, got himself into some trouble, right? Mm -hmm. What we don't want to do is, um, we don't want to be like a city without walls as Proverbs 25 and 28 says, where anything can come in and out. We want to have uh, that hedge of protection that the Holy Spirit gives us. That's how Job wasn't able to be attacked by the enemy in the beginning because Job had that hedge of protection. So we always want to keep ourselves covered. You know, how many times have we um, looked at our past and looked at the things that we've done in our youth? You know, how many of us would love to just erase the past? Forget all the sins that we've done in our youth. You know, it, it might take me a minute because I've done some things in my youth. I'm like, woo, Lord, I thank you for your mercy and your grace. I do. And today I'm walking in the spiritual integrity. When spiritual integrity <clears throat> comes, folk will let you forget all the wrong you've done. When spiritual integrity comes, people will try to remind you of what you've done. And you have to walk in the authority knowing 
And this is where this message is going. You have to walk in the authority knowing that you are no longer bound, that you have fallen in love with God and with yourself. So there is nothing no one can say and or do that would cause you to walk in condemnation. No more will you walk in condemnation. Today, I walk in the liberation and the freedom knowing that all is covered under the blood. So when people, especially your family, ask you, how can God be providing for you and doing for you and you live paycheck to paycheck and I know what your life was like. I know how you was going out here in the streets and doing and acting crazy and doing things. I know this about you. How you think you can just go forth and do like you're doing and live in the freedom and the joy that you have. You know how? Because I know without a shadow of doubt that the Lord has delivered me and I am going to continue to walk in that deliverance. I don't care what you say. My slate has been wiped away. I accepted the fact that my slate is wiped away. When God died on, when Jesus Christ died on the cross, my sin were forgiven and I'm going to walk in that. I will continue to walk in that. Mm-hmm. When you are falsely accused of something that has now become a black cloud over your head, to maintain spiritual integrity will require fasting, praying, and waiting. There are a lot of things going on right now, especially with the election election year and everybody's names are being slandered in the newspaper and on the news, everything you hear, you know, somebody did this, wife, husband, rape, all that stuff, you know, had affairs and somebody smoked weed when they were in college and all that stuff. But let me tell you something. When you are a child of God, there is nothing nobody can hold over your head. Nothing. Because when people act like that, you just want to knock them out. But what did David say? Lord, (laughs) let your integrity cover me while I wait on you. Because there's still some stuff I need to be worked out. (laughs) There's still some stuff in me, in Lisa, that needs to be worked out. While I wait, I will maintain my spiritual integrity. You know, you're only as delivered as the next test so if you are being tested pass the test that's all i'm gonna say tell your neighbor pass the test pass the test that's a that's exactly what the enemy wants to do he wants to show other people that you are not what you say you are Mm -hmm. galatians 5 and 16 says walking in the spirit Walk in the spirit, yes, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts after the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. We're in battle. The flesh wants to do what it wants to do. And the spirit is trying to tell you, no, you can't do that. And then the flesh is like, no, I want it. And then the spirit is saying, no, you can't have it. Because that right there is going to take you down. 
don't even entertain it. It's what the spirit says. So that's, there is a war going on in the members. And Prophet Karn says this a lot. You know, there's a war going on in my members. But my spirit says, I will not embarrass the spirit of God. I will not embarrass him. When we seek God first, he says, seek him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these blessings will be added unto you. Let him find you working and seeking and praying, working, seeking, praying, working, seeking, and praying. While you go through your ridicule, while you go through the slander, while you go through the things that people want to continue to hold against your head, don't forget God, the Lord, Jesus took it all for you. Do not allow people to continue to hammer down on you and make you feel a certain way about things in your life. I remember uh, an incident between my father and I. and He reminded my husband of who I was. My dad did not know about being delivered and um, I say yeah uh, yeah I, I, I did have that problem at one time but you know what dad that is not who I am today and my God 15 16 years later I can still stand in front of my father and say that is not who I am and I thank God for that and being able to walk in that spiritual integrity because when when you say you've been delivered people watching you best believe that part. But now that you found love and who you are and who Christ is in your life, you have the tools to maintain that. And I'm going to share six things that um, will show what that you will need to do to continue to walk in spiritual integrity. Uh, your standard for devotion and commitment to God in your private life is no different from what you portray in your public ministry. Ministry starts at home. Ministry starts in you. And so when you walk outside of your house, that word of God that you have preached or have uh, taught in a class or that you shared with a friend has to be that same word. That same person that goes to work, that same person that goes to the grocery store, uh, that same person that goes out with some friends, that person that is in the church, house, in the building, standing at the pulpit or singing or whatever it is you do for the Lord, has to be the same person that you present into the corporate world. You got to keep your word. And love God at home. Because our family really knows who we really are. We can't lie because home is home. And so especially when you're a pastor or you operate in a ministry or whatever. It'd be like, I know some preacher's kids look at their daddies from the last pew in the church. Because they know daddy and mama at home fussing and cussing each other. And that's one thing I told my husband when we got married. I was like, I refuse to be that couple that 
act one way at home and then go out in the street acting like we all together and we acting like hellions in the house. We're not going to do that. We're going to always walk in the integrity that we have as Christians, as married Christians. Now, we can't get that right. We're going to have to sit down. We're going to have to stop saying it and stop preaching until we get that right. Paul says, let me walk in spiritual integrity while I wait for you. Mm -hmm. You prioritize character development more than the development of your gifts and talents. How much time do you spend working on you? Some of us spend hours practicing, studying, listening, or doing whatever it is you need to uh, hone on your craft or to develop your gifts and your talents. But how much time, how much self-personal development do you do? How much time do you spend studying the word of God, allowing the Holy Spirit to show you who you are, the areas that you need to improve in and improve on? Or are are you just um, studying and watching YouTube um, um, tutorials on how to be the best at what it is you do, but you're not studying and asking the Lord to show me so that when I do become the best, that I still walk in integrity and you are getting the glory out of my life. You value and respect each individual as a child of God. Whether you are benefiting from their ministry or not. Whether they are benefiting from your ministry or not. I know with this whole uh, social media thing, we're looking at how many people are getting likes, how many people are getting shares, how many people are watching videos, and you may be getting disappointed. But let me tell you something. If you've reached one person, one, you've done God good today. And whether or not um, the person that you are coveting <laughs> on social media is living or doing uh, what you think they should be doing uh, you shouldn't be judging that uh, you still value their gift you still value their ministry and you just keep pushing and doing what the Lord has assigned you to do you are more passionate about knowing and seeking God than making him known a lot of us spend a lot of time preaching and teaching but we don't really seek God for ourselves so that we can grow spiritually. We need to continue to seek God. And finally, you surround yourself with other leaders who can and will hold you accountable. There's nothing like being a rebel, uh, going out here on your own. We always say, um, when you're in ministry, you need to have a covering. Somebody needs to know where you are and what you're doing. And that's what a pastor is for. Pastors are here because they, you know, they pray over our soul, over our character, over our emotions, not our spirit. Our spirit is God's, but they pray over our soul, over our emotions and over our character. So you need to be 
in a place where you are being held accountable. And if you're in a church or a part of a ministry that's not doing that, you, um, I'll say seek someone in the ministry who you feel will hold you accountable as you wait and grow in your spiritual integrity. Ah, yes, that's what we want. Now that you've found love, let's walk in spiritual integrity and maintain the freedom and the liberty that God has given us. You and me, all of us, spiritual integrity. Say what you're going to say and do what you're going to say. Be who you going to be and be who you say you're going to be. Amen. 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 That was a good word. I pray that it was a helpful word to you and that you were blessed by it. Ah, let's see. What does the Lord want to say? He knows all things. There is nothing he doesn't know. So don't be trying to hide stuff. The things that you still yet might be struggling with. You may even say, well, you know, Lisa, I've never really loved myself. But the more you get closer to the Lord, to God, you will learn how to love yourself. Because why? God is shall we close out in prayer lord we thank you for this day and we honor your name and we praise you oh god we thank you for what you're doing in our lives we thank you for our healing we thank you for deliverance we thank you for freedom and the liberty that you've given us we thank you for spiritual maturity we thank you for just giving us the willingness to want to be like you and wanting to live this life according to your testament according to your word we thank you oh god for those who would give their lives to you today by listening to this podcast for we all are children we're your children and you are coming back for the church without a spot already And we want to be a part of that church. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now as I always say, go make it a wonderful week. And remember, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton. Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton. Instagram Lisa.Dalton and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website FindingPeaceWithin.org where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember to find peace within, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.